Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. David Nagel, welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. Today, a former business attorney turned master business and life consultant, Sloan, successfully scaled her boutique law firm in Santa Monica to over 400 clients, all while traveling the world. Having been behind the scenes of hundreds of businesses, she had a unique vantage point to catch blind spots in operations, profitability, and her client's mindset around it all. After coaching hundreds of clients, to help them through their toughest business challenges, sold, sold, excuse me, Sloan sold near her near seven-figure firm to pursue her true calling. Now as a visionary business and lifestyle consultant, Sloan educates and inspires ambitious women from around the globe who have or who are ready to expand beyond conventional possibilities to live and play full out while creating even more success in their business. Welcome, Sloan. Thank you, David. Each other for a I'm long so time, my dear. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to be part of your community. I love the work that you're doing, and I'm thrilled to be here. Well, welcome. I mean, everybody is going to be so enriched by this. It's going to be incredible. I'm so happy to have you. Yay. So tell Thank me you. what you've been up to. Like that is a that is a hell of a bio. Like every time I see you, you add to this thing. Like you're <laughs> just on fire with your mission and your purpose and your vision in life. What do you have, what have you been doing? What's what you, what's going on? You know, I've been really so inspired with this idea and exploration in my own life, and then also in the clients who I work with of what does it look like to be really living a life that you love and going for it in life. And so I'm practicing that and living my life as an experiment, which is the always evolution as I'm helping other women to really elevate in their own lives and their own terms. That, so, okay. That, so that's great. That's yes. great. Let's break this down though for a second. Where okay. did this come from for you? Because here's the thing, here's, here's the deal. I mean, you know this, I hear people that say that they would love to be able to do that. But there's very few people that ever actually do it. They ever act, they never actually live that dream or get out there with the possibility of really making that happen. Where did that come from inside of yourself? You know, that's a really interesting question. It initially actually came from me being little and I didn't have really an emotional connection to my parents. And I realized that starting then I started kind of just going outward to see, okay, what do I want to create in my life? Who am I going to be? And over my life, it's evolved and I've had healing and growth from all of that. But it's like living from this place of, I really want to make my maximum contribution and do what I can in this life more than I want to be comfortable. So I've been willing to consistently and pretty deeply a handful of times shed what wasn't working in my life to move into what I saw was possible in the next level. It's like a letting go is probably the key. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So stepping into what's already there. For yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you been doing that? What's that been like? Well, I've been doing it with a lot of help, including at times yours, including other mentors, 
And um, what does that look like? So let me give you an example of probably the most recent evolution, which was I had built up my life into this place where five years before it was really what I was dreaming of then. I was running this coaching business. I was traveling the world, lots of friends and events and stuff going on everywhere. And behind the scenes and inside, I felt a little hollow and I kind of was like, I couldn't really figure out what was going on, why it wasn't so phenomenal, but I knew this wasn't it. I knew I wasn't in my greatness. And so I really went on this exploration of like what that's going to be. And in the beginning, what I knew was I needed to just disconnect. I actually ended my relationship. I ended most all of my friendships and took this four month period where I just was looking at, okay, how had I created this thing that I thought would be so phenomenal and wasn't? And what is my role in all of it? And where do I want to go? And out of that, I evolved this current iteration of my business, which is the same work I've been doing, but really focused on women in particular. And um, really completely changed my life, to be honest with you. So it was a several year process. This was two and a half years ago when I started that. Yeah. And I just have been willing to say, I'm ready for more. And I know I can have more impact. I know I can have more success. And, and then to go for it, kind of no matter what that meant. But, that well, that's that, yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense. And, and what has that been like since the, the COVID challenge and the other challenges that we've been having? Well, COVID, you know, has been really interesting because as I'm sure you know, and you've experienced, it's like my whole life was flipped upside down, like oh, everybody's totally. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so it's been a really phenomenal opportunity to see even another level deeper of where I was just traveling and doing things that I thought were contributing to my business that actually were more social and a whole new level of focus on how I do when things don't go my way (laughs) and to see, right. And also to see where I still had fear because I've had, you know, this idea for a while that I don't have a lot of fear in my life and I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm doing well. And at the beginning of COVID, I actually, the very beginning, I went into a deep fear and I didn't realize it at the time, but it was first my fear. There was some of that. I canceled a women's retreat and a couple of things, but then I realized it was also feeling other people's fear, which has been an invitation to look at a whole new level of what's mine and what's other people's. And regardless, how do I move through that and grow? So it's been just a big growth opportunity. Yeah, and you've always been a real empathic person to begin with. Yes. So I can imagine, you know, there's so much energy out there right now. And, and even yes. in the, you know, in the beginning, experiencing that, what's mine, what's theirs, you know, what's the world's, that, you yes. know, that type of thing. And, but yet, yes. so with, with all of that, you've been able to get really centered on your mission. Why? So let me, can I just ask you, let me back up for one second. Why women? Sure. Is that just where you feel called? Or was there a special need there? Were you asked to help in that dire- in that direction? It's so interesting. When I first had this inspiration of, I really want to work with women, 
it was the opposite of where I was. Truthfully, I've always easily gotten along with men. I've had more male friends and probably contacts. And so I'm like, I, okay, I really want to work with women. I'm very inspired about this. I'm seeing that somehow it's time for me to become a leader of women. And I'm nowhere near that. It, it wasn't my reality at all. So then I started looking of who do I need to become to lead women? And the thing that I've seen that's evolved from it is that I'm in a really unique place to lead women because um, I've been in a very masculine business. I've had a very masculine way in the past and I've evolved into a place of being what I consider feminine. And at the same time, it's not feminine like goddess and which is fine. It's just not my thing. And so I can speak to a lot of women, no matter where they are on this journey, that's still about doing business and being successful and also really living and operating from a different place that is about accessing our innate gifts rather than kind of how we were taught to function well in business. Okay. And if you, so what is the what is the specific need for women today? Because it has changed so much out there, not only over the last few years, but in the last few months. What's the specific need that, that women need today? So tell me a little bit more about what you mean by need. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, for so I've been in my my career for 21 years and I've watched I've watched the acceptance of women stepping into their power, literally, you know, like kind of migrate, transform, transmute over the years. It ha- every year it's more and more and more and more. And see, seek, seeking independence, seeking to break away from the traditional status quo where I've experienced women initially come to the table and say, how can I fight and compete with men, right? Mm-hmm. And then realizing like, oh, I don't have to. Like I can guide my own course. I can create my own trail. I can make more money than any man, you know, that's out there and break away from the idea that I have to compete with anybody and let alone men to, to be able to do it. And then step into the, into the realization that because of a lot of reasons, which we could do a whole, whole other podcast about the timing for it, in my view, is absolutely perfect. From a technological standpoint, from an intellectual standpoint, from a problem in the world standpoint, for the unique gifts of compassion and mercy and love and joy and kindness, um, and also from the female strength uh, that women understand much better than most men do, obviously, and the specific areas in which it can be applied today because of the unique problems that we have. Okay. I love that. This is the most juicy conversation because there is so much opportunity for women in business. So let me frame one piece of this, which is something very simple. One of the gifts that we have as women, and I'm generalizing, but generally is diffuse awareness. So we can focus on a lot of different things at one time where men have a gift generally of a single pointed focus. So they're really good at focusing and moving forward and getting something done. Yes. So imagine in business, what we as women have done, we've generally learned from men or uh, maybe a more masculine model of what success looks like. And I just want to say as a caveat, I love men. 
this, there's nothing in I this. I know you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's nothing at all besides to say we're looking at our unique gifts. Okay? Yeah. And we're, we're different. Like we are, you know, we're our different. our models of the world are very different. We have unique gifts and we see the world differently. Yes. And you can look at it. It's like our physiology first is different. So our bodies, our hormones, our structure, and there's something combined with the body, the human body and the soul, however you like to call that, when they come together, that creates your consciousness in some way that we're not fully aware, but somehow. So it makes sense that our consciousness as women is different than men. And so what I'm proposing is, is the old way of a woman trying to act more like a man in business causes the woman while she's focusing on all these various things at one time and trying to get things done in that old way to get really burned out, to just like push and do it. And all of her energy actually goes up from the body into the head. And this might be true for men too, but it happens with a lot of women where they just become like a doing to-do list head and they get a lot done. So I'm not completely knocking it. I've built a whole business operating from this place. But what I'm proposing is, is that if we shift some of the ideas about what is causes success in business, then actually women have the potential and the opportunity, as you were referring to, to have so much more success. So I'll give an example for that. Women um, with this diffuse awareness need more spaciousness, need to, to slow it down to really think about what are the action items that I need to take that are going to have the most impact rather than how and do I get 35 things done today? And with that kind of focus and spaciousness to really consider it, they might have more time in the morning. You might take a little nap in the afternoon. And again, this could apply to men and women. Right. But when you allow yourself to slow down, you actually can speed up by being more conscious and using your gifts in your body. Gotcha. So do you want to talk about where this awareness came from? Do you want to feed people, let them know how, why it's so different? Yes. Yes. Well, when you say where this awareness came from, are you talking about how I realized this in my life? Yes. Okay. You know, it's so interesting. So I had this idea as I was building my law firm that if only I could do the right things and do more of them, that I would have the success that I wanted. So I was looking for mentorship. I was studying. I mean, I would have done whatever I needed to do to have more success, make more money, help more people. And what happened is I built my firm to almost a million dollars before I sold it. So I created success, but I also in that I had about two or three years where I only slept around four hours a night. I was pushing so hard. I, I had most of that time I was meeting 200 to 300 people in person a year. And I was just like crazy craziness. And what happened is, as I started, so when I sold the firm and then I had a lot more space and I started looking into this, I started evolving, like that can't be the answer. And as I started practicing something new and um, learning from mentors and just looking at this, now I can look back and see how I was actually slowing myself down. 
I was actually going really slowly because I was trying to do rather than focus on how I was being inside and who I was being inside and bringing that into the business and deciding how to act and what actions to take. Now, was there, so was it just like exhaustion that triggered that for you to start looking at that? Or you just had a sense that this is not scalable? It's not going this way? Did you feel depleted emotionally, lack of fulfillment? What was it? No, I wouldn't say that. I, what ended up happening with my law firm was I just realized that I could help people in such a deeper way okay. doing coaching and consulting. And I had been doing that for about two years before I sold the firm. Sure. But I think it was in getting, you know, at that time that I was running two businesses and I was traveling. And so by the time I sold the firm and I had all this extra space to start looking and to start looking back and to realize there's a different way. And then I still was creating from that place. And truthfully, there are still times now where I find myself creating from that place. It's a habit where I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I got to get it done. So you get more into your masculine at that point. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And even now when that comes up, as soon as I can get conscious of it, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Sloan. <laughs> Remember it might seem like I just got to get this done. I got to get through this and I got, and then it's going to be good. But I remember the way you feel on the journey is the way you feel when you reach the destination. There's no, let me push this through so I can finally feel good. This is life right now. And I can slow it down usually. Yeah. So (laughs) how, how do we experience the journey? How do we experience that process then? Right? Yes. It's so important how we experience it. And this idea with this, new business paradigm that I talk a lot about, it really comes from a place of what does your business look like and who do you become if you start to focus as a top priority in your business of enjoying yourself? It's like even just this simple analogy. Imagine two people who are doing the exact same things in the exact same business. Only one is like grinding and pushing and just at the end of the day has to have wine or watch Netflix or just something to unwind. Yeah. And then we have this other one over here who is passionate and doing things they love and creative and they might be doing all the same things, but you could just see the energetics of that have to make a different result for this one than this one. And so if you know that to be true, if you can see that, it's like you can do a hundred times what you could do if you're enjoying it, if you're feeling creative, if you're living from a place in your business of I'm pumped about this. Yeah. So then what needs to change in the business in order for that to happen? Do you experience so, that? Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Like for the first, like I often tell people for the first seven years I worked, you know, seven days a week. Uh, I didn't take any time off whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I was just completely laser focused, basically in one direction. And uh, I realized at some point, I don't remember what the catalyst was. I think I think what the catalyst was was that I remember doing. I was probably, I was probably on the road somewhere around 200 days that year. It was it was a brutal year, and I hit. I I came off of, a, of an event that was five days long. And I couldn't get out of bed for a couple of days. 
And I had never experienced that before. I was utterly, completely exhausted. Just couldn't even, could barely even function. And uh, I would happen. I mean, like physically, I had just depleted myself. My adrenals were burnt out. Like I was, my t- testosterone had dropped. Like it was, it was, it was really bad. And I went to this, uh, this holistic person and they're like, dude, you are so depleted, you know, like you're, you're just not taking care of yourself. So it, once I got physically back on track with what my body needed, then it was addressing what did my, what does my spirit need? How do I need to refocus on this business differently in order that I can show up and make sure that I fulfill my vision and my destiny in my life and not just be looking at how do I get these things done on a consistent basis? So yeah, it's and and you're right, it's a struggle because you set a goal, you 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 have targets that you want to hit, you know, and I have I have such the tes- tendency to just get in there and just go 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 go. I won't sleep, I won't do anything else. Uh, but I have to remind myself. You know, I literally had to reevaluate and realign my values in life so that they fit correctly because in the beginning my number one value was was basically to achieve that was it like mm. period and i would not move off of that value for anything i i i adopted that value when i first broke through early in my life and it stayed that way so there was a lot of achievement over over a period of years but i didn't put anything else in there i didn't put love in there in the right place i didn't put health in the right place i didn't put uh, you know, contribution in the right place, like other things that really mattered around you out as a person, they were, it was like achievement was the only thing. That's it. Achievement, passion, and just like push, 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 push through. Yes. And then we have people where when COVID hits or the company has a failure or something happens that knocks you out of that, you look around or you sell your business, you look around and it's like, oh my God, who am I? Do I have anything here for me? Yeah. Because I've built and I've achieved, but with what? Who am I? So it's like this this 360 view of who I am. It seems really counterintuitive when you're focused on achievement. But actually what I've seen is that it allows the person to achieve even more. And really, uh, maybe achievement, I guess that's an, I'm not sure about that word, but even to fulfill more of their purpose. Sure. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Yeah. So, so what do you what are tell me what you're actually doing with these women? Like what are you doing with them to make the difference in their life and their business? Well, the first thing and one of the most juicy things that I'm doing is taking women on retreat. So, I hold intimate retreats with 4 to 6 women, and the idea of this retreat is that you come into my playground anonymously. So, every woman comes in with no name. She doesn't share her, what she does for business, what kind of car she drives, any of those things that we usually use to identify and judge. Uh And she comes with her own clarity on what is her next up level in her life and business. So for some people that's, I'm moving into a multiple seven figure business. For some that's, I want to be more playful and joyful in my life and kind of anything in between. And then I curate a variety of experiences and interactions through this time where you have no outside interaction besides what I have created to have an experience of yourself in two ways. The first is you see yourself as already having achieved that thing. 
And the second is you see more clearly why you are where you are and what you need to shift now in your life, or most importantly, from inside of you to step into that easily as you leave. So that is just such an exciting, creative, juicy part of my business, working with women who are really wanting to up-level their lives. And then I also do private consulting with a few women every year. When they go through a retreat like that, what is, like in your mind, when you see people, somebody go through this, what do they experience when they go through that? What is the experience like for them? Um, I would say intense and intense in a way of... I love the way you say that, like with a little glint in your eye. It's intense. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's like, that's what you want to come for is the intensity because... It's a peak experience. And you and I know it's like having peak experiences has the opportunity to shift your perspective from you think you're looking here and things need to be this way into like, oh, but there's over here. And then when you shift your perspective, everything can change. Yeah. So very intense. And I would say um, a lot of times maybe that's not surprising, but interesting for the women because They've done a lot of work, just like the people you work with. It's like you've done your personal growth and all this stuff. And then there's always more. So it's a beautiful experience. And then the bonus of this is community. So if we're talking about women and our gifts and kind of the scenario, one of the things that I think we as women haven't even really begun to touch on is that we have this capacity and opportunity to thrive in community with each other. And actually this is one of the things that I love about being part of your community is that you just, you have really found a various interesting, exciting and juicy ways to bring people together. Yeah. And um, there's not, well, let me say it this way. There could be a lot more of that. And so I have the community of women where it's like successful growth-minded women coming together to elevate together and to support each other, to build relationships. And even if you're not going to be best friends, to have a connection where it's like, I've got your back. I support you. Even if I don't agree with what you have to say all the time. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And that's amazing uh, specifically for how divided we are out there in the world right now, because there's so much tear down, cancel out, ignore, dispose of you versus what happened to, I understand, but I disagree, but I can, but I can be in the same space with you and we can hold that, you know, because, but ultimately we both want something better. Like ultimately we want the same thing. It's just how to get there. The specifics are a little bit different. Yes. And in the background, the real question is, do I feel you're a good human being And if that's the case, then it's like, could we just disagree on something and still support each other as people? Because I I don't know, I, I think people have lost the clarity, some people have lost the clarity that we've all had a billion plus experiences in our lives that have created these multifaceted, intricate human beings, each one of us. And to think that someone's perspective should be exactly the same as yours because of your billion personalized experiences is kind of bizarre. But, you know, we have the media and there, of course, we could go into all that. It's just, 
I really am excited to be around women who are willing to speak their truth, who are willing to step out and say, you may not agree with this, but I just want to share, this is who I am and this is what I think and how I feel. And I'm living that way. I'm living my life and people can feel how they want about it, but I'm living it for me. And I love to be around other people like that also. I love that. I love that. How can, well, a couple things. Number one, how can people get a hold of you if they want to know more about what you're doing? They can get a hold of me in many ways. Okay. Definitely on okay. Facebook. That sounds tempting. <laughs> yes. We have a lot of access points, but I will say I would love to connect on Facebook. My name is Sloan and I only have one name and I'm the only Sloan with one name there. So easy to find. And also my website is daringlifesociety.com. And women can go there. And I have a Facebook group of women called the Daring Life Society that um, is for women who are evolving in their businesses and scaling their businesses who are growth minded. Great. Great. Okay. Second thing. If you had to give everybody that's listening a successful mind tip, something that's really juicy for you, what would that be? Mm, Such a good question. I think that I would say seek out as many experiences as you possibly can that shift the way you see yourself if you want to have a quantum leap or a fast up level because the hardest part of really shifting your circumstances is that as you talk about your whole environment, all the people, everything in your world is set up for you to stay the same. So if you really want to shift, it's like, yeah, you can move around the furniture and you can get a new car and you can do that. But when you have actual experiences where you're, what you're presenting yourself is something different, you're like, oh, I can be that or even better, I already am that. And now all I have to do is command save and hold that awareness as I go out into the world building and interacting and in my life. Absolutely. I will tell you this, and I sincerely mean this. I have never had anybody say that on this podcast. And I agree with you hundred percent. I think that's gotta be one of the most important things a person ever does is to get out there and have those kinds of experiences. Me too. You know, and one of the, one of the most beautiful ones that I had was actually going to Belize with you because I'd done luxury, Wasn't that luxury beautiful? travel and what? Wasn't that a beautiful place? Oh my gosh. It was like a whole nother level of luxury that I had never experienced at that time combined with the work that we were doing. And it just, that's a perfect example of going, seeing yourself differently. And then you come back into your life, a different person to take different action from there. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I know I'm actually itching to get back there myself. I was telling uh, <laughs> Stefan Brandon the other day, I'm like, it's, it, we got to go to Belize. It's time to get the hell out of here. Uh, go, go, go see some other scenery for a while. Yes. I can't wait for that time on that same trip. I had another experience, which is I went the only time I've ever done this night diving Yes, in the ocean. And it was one of the most terrifying things I've ever done. And I've done a lot of terrifying things, but that was beyond and gorgeous and touching and just it, there were so many aspects of that trip that changed me and I, maybe I'll meet you down there. Yeah, seriously. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. What's next for you? What's next? You know, 
Next is really more of the retreats, only they're evolving into being even more customized for either individuals or small groups. Okay. So the place where I'm working and focused is where people themselves, individuals themselves are changing people's lives in their work. And then I help them to really up level from where they are shifting core beliefs, shifting how they see themselves and see the world and integrating a little bit more play and fun in their lives. Because I think, you know, a lot of times we get successful and we have all these great things going on and then it becomes really serious. I know I've been there. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, we're going to do these up leveling things. It might be intense, but also let's have fun and have some pleasure. How do you do that? Can I ask how you do that? Can you give us a sneak peek into like maybe just one little thing? How do you do that with people? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can see somebody listening to this and going, what does that look like? What is, what does that fun look like? I mean, which is a big tell in and of itself. You and I both know that, but what would that, what would that look like for someone? Well, I'm going to start on one of my favorite places, which is actually, it begins with your relationship with yourself. So I really try, I'll walk by the mirror and just, I'm kind of joking, but just having fun. Like you look good today. Or it's like, <laughs> you're doing a great job. Or I might just like do a silly dance or like, I'm, I'm enjoying myself and consciously finding ways to have fun with me, yeah. even when I'm just around my house or doing whatever. And when you're able to have fun with yourself, then actual pleasure experiences or things that are set up for you to have fun are that much more enjoyable rather than what I used to be like and kind of the way I think a lot of people are, which is I have to seek out other people or other experiences in order to have fun. Does that resonate? Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's so fascinating how you, because earlier you mentioned like a glass of wine or or Netflix, we're so consumed with picking things that cause us to disassociate from our own personal experience and then needing those things in order to relax or enjoy ourselves or entertain us or or numb out, whatever it might be, but, but never really looking at ourselves like, Oh, you know what? I'm an interesting person. Yes. Let me get to know me a little more. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, what's interesting about you bringing that up, the story I shared about, shifting my life a couple of years ago, yeah. the place I had gotten to was in this like ever escalating search for a peak experience. You know, I, I jumped off the bridge over the Zambezi river and then this big party over here in Hong Kong and then this, and it was like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And at some point realizing like, okay, this can't be it. I'm, you know, at that time, 38 years old, like what, where am I going to go from here? There's not really <laughs> a lot to add. And really starting to find the fun inside as a practice and a lifestyle has changed everything in my life and my experience of my life. That's amazing, Sloan. That's that's amazing. And I just want to say congratulations to you and kudos to you for the things that you're doing. You know, I'm always impressed and I always admire anybody that has the courage to work on themselves to bring about their purpose in this world to make a difference because it's so needed right now. It's needed now more than ever, I think. Um, And I also think there's a lot of courageous people that are out there doing it. So stay with it. Keep going. You're 
you're a beautiful woman. You have a great message and I know you're helping a lot of people. Thank you. You have been a key part of this journey in my life and I really appreciate that. Thank you. you. I appreciate you too. Thanks for being on the show. Thank All right, you. everyone, Thank this is David Nagel. Uh, it was amazing having Sloan on. We're going to post the information in case you'd like to get a hold of her. And please uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of this. Also, if you know women that are currently either struggling in their business, they're overachieving, uh, they're looking for something, send them this podcast. Really tell them, say, listen, no judgment. Just take a look at this. See what this woman has to say. It just might help. We would really appreciate it. Thank you very much, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.